welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. And my name is Flora. And this week we're doing another special show within a show. Whoa. <laughs> it's a quick and dirty. These quick and dirties are an opportunity for us to answer some of the questions we receive from all of you. So with that, Flora. Oh, yeah. Crack open a cold one. Let's get to it. That's beautiful. Thank you. Um, why don't you tell me about your week while I sip this boy? Also, <laughs> nothing we say reflects our organization's and all thoughts and opinions are our own. <laughs> I got so excited to crack my That's cold what one. I'm doing. I forgot, I forgot our caveat. Okay. Um, disclaimer has been said. Please yes. tell me about your week. <laughs> it's been okay. I've been doing at-home workouts. I've God, been... That's incredible. I made like a gross enchilada soup and i've been straining the soup to get the chicken and beans out and then making quesadillas with them nice how'd they turn out really good the quesadillas are great the soup was great. so bad uh i wasted fifty dollars <laughs> on a paella that didn't turn out hmm. i've been the same i just <laughs> just garbage wow everywhere inspiring <laughs> yeah how about you same I'm also garbage. We're garbage together. I think, okay, well, I just came off my work week, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. I'm looking to stay up late tonight and rage. It's my fucking Sunday night. (laughs) I hate you. (laughs) I know. I'm sorry. Um, If it makes you feel better, by stay up late, I mean get in bed by 1030. And by rage, I actually mean just read my young adult fantasy novel. (laughs) (laughs) So does that make you feel better? Because it should. Yes. I had a moment today where I accidentally spilled some water on my pants at work. And you know, you know we're wearing khakis. We're soup keepers. We're wearing khakis. And water was honestly the best thing I spilled on myself today. But Mm -hmm. I spilled it right on my thigh where I have like a tattoo under that area. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) it like formed a perfect outline of the face that's like of my tattoo. (laughs) If you just looked at me, it was like me as the human. And then on my thigh, (laughs) the front of my thigh is just like a circle, like a wet circle of a face. It was grotesque. (laughs) I was so freaked out by myself. Um, That was fun. What a horrible thing oh khaki has brought upon me. Your tat wanted out of there. It's like, expose yeah. me. <laughs> Why'd you get me if you're not going to show me off? But um, let's see. So I'm drinking this Frosty Bev and my cats, one of them is up my butt. He's like literally sitting underneath me. Uh, he doesn't want to move out of this chair, so I'm sitting on him. And then the other one <laughs> is nowhere to be seen. So that's the real <gasps> duality. <laughs> yeah. But I'm chatting with my best bud, so, like, things are looking up. Looking up. And we're looking, we're about to give some advice, if anyone wants it. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what are, what are you drinking? What are your cats oh, doing? yeah, I forgot that part. I just drank a bunch of water, and then I left it in the other room. So now I'm parched and alone. And <laughs> Parched and alone. <laughs> neither of my cats are in here. They, a minute ago, you heard me, I screamed at them because they screamed Us. at me. Right, um, right. And then Mia came over and screamed in the phone at you. <laughs> She's just saying hi. I screamed back. <laughs> but I got a bunch of packages today and I unboxed them. So they're both probably in the boxes, like in the living room, which I hope is where they stay. Ooh, best day of the week. Okay, Flora, are you ready to get into our questions? We have two this week. Yes. And actually, these are, uh, these are, I think, really good questions because they answer something that I at least haven't really heard people in our field talk about. It's kind of like taboo, right? Um, but it's all about, like, leaving zookeeping. Like, what do you do when you're ready to move on? What do you do if you feel like moving on? Et cetera, et cetera. And 
I guess to preface, I'll say that it's not something that I've heard people talk about too much because I think there's like a weird stigma in our field that like once you're in it, it's like you're in it, you, you're here, you know, and there's like an immense guilt to leave. Mm. And I think that's something you and I have seen firsthand, but we've also had plenty of friends leave the field for other careers and like are, you know, living their best lives. That being said, that leads into our first question. From Ben, he asked, what point should someone move on from zookeeping? I've been in the industry for a few years, and it's something I've been working toward for most of my adult life. But I'm struggling to keep up with the physicality of it long term, and it's starting to weigh on me in other ways. I still love the animals, but I'm having a hard time coming to terms with leaving the field, and if slash when, it's the right call. Any advice? I thought that was a pretty good question. So thank you for writing that in. And... There's a few ways to answer this. I wanted to kind of like talk first about like the best thing to do is maybe like evaluate why you want to leave. Like, is it Mm. something that's just popped up that makes you feel like garbage all the time? Or is it something (laughs) that you've been like struggling with, you know, in the long run? Um, Mm. Because you and I have both dealt with like toxic workplaces. (laughs) Can you hear the cats? They're in the other room fighting. (laughs) A toxic workplace right there. (laughs) Oh my God. So dealing with that toxicity in the workplace, I think, is something that you and I have both had to do, and Mm -hmm. we've both dealt with it firsthand and, like, worked through it, but also left facilities, like, because of long-term issues. So Mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, do you have any examples of those types of things that you've had to work through and how you've gone through them, and and if you have any advice for trying to deal with some of that, like, short-term toxicity? Yeah, I've worked with some garbage people who are terrible in all including ways. me <laughs> like just like their personality their work personality their work ethic their face just like their entire being mm-hmm. was terrible all the time yes um and it does like weigh on you but if you have like a good outside work life then you can like balance it but if you're struggling in your outside time too like maybe like your friends or your relationships or you like moved away from home it's going to be like really really hard like so hard like it's just going to probably eat at you inside and mm-hmm. it's going to be terrible but yeah. um you have to keep in mind that they are probably miserable in their outside life too and are probably just like the worst people ever so just like take a breath and just realize that like you'll never be as awful as them <laughs> And that they're absolutely the worst people in the whole world. And that they're going to probably, like, die really early from just, like, their hate-filled heart failing out on them. So keep that in mind. (laughs) That'll help you sleep well at night. (laughs) That helped me for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and just keep in mind that, like, they probably won't make it in life. Or if they do, they're going to make it to a certain point and they're going to crash and burn because that shit catches up to you. You can't be toxic and awful your whole fucking life. Yeah. But there's toxic people in every career, but I think uh, there's definitely a lot of, like, toxic people who hide behind passion. Like, I'm just passionate. Yes. (laughs) Does that mean you can be a cunt, Karen? It's because you have passion. <laughs> I'm passionate about how much I hate you. Yeah. So passionate that's about, about a lot of things, and I've only been called a cunt like twice my whole life. So, <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, mm, yes, that's what I have to say. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. Um, I think, I think you're right in that there's a big difference between just trying to work through like uh, coworker issues or or like you know interpersonal issues, whatever. 
if there's something that you can work through but if it's like a chronic thing and you're constantly dealing with this like shitty karen and it like weighs on you like you said outside of work i think that's really a good time to have that conversation with yourself of like should i move on either from this facility or from the job itself um i kind of touched on it earlier but i do think like i said that there's a lot of like really weird guilt that exists and like a, a lot of like weird shame that comes about when people are like ready to move on and you and I have talked about this on the show before, but we both believe that keeping is not a long-term career. And the idea of it being like a lifelong career, at least to me, is like kind of ludicrous because it's not built that way. Like you don't make enough money. Your benefits are not where they need to be to support you long-term. Like it's super demanding on your body. It's super demanding in your personal life. And it, it you know, can weigh on you in a lot of different ways. We kind of went into this field having an idea of that and I think as we become more seasoned we kind of understand that more and more but I I feel like the people that I see stick around in the career long term either like go insane or they become like really like mean and jaded uh, or they (laughs) have like a dual income from a spouse I mean there's no way you can do it by yourself and like Mm -hmm. 90% of zoos like I just going in never thought to myself like oh i'm gonna get a degree and like this career needs a degree i never like thought oh i but i wonder if it makes a livable fucking income just kind of assumed it did <laughs> right like yeah i, I kind of bad. wish that was in the handout before my fucking bad <laughs> but the guilt stuff that's what i think like they take advantage of you too with like overtime and all this other shit and like working all these extra holidays and all this other stuff Mm-hmm. Is, like, they use, like, the guilt, the animal guilt and stuff to kind of take advantage of their people. And that's how they can, like, afford to pay you so little. Right. Is they, like, know you're going to stick around. Or if you're not, <laughs> there's, like, 7,000 other people who are going to, like, jump at the gun to make, like, $6 an hour. <laughs> right. To, like, clean up shit for 10 hours a day. Right. Yeah, and I think there's the idea that, you know, you, you make it in the career and you've, like, you've secured this really prestigious position. And then it's like, well, why would you want to leave that? And it's like, well, like, I'm dying outside of work. <laughs> like, this is, like, killing me. We've talked about this before, this kind of, like, really weird high and mighty mindset that we see a lot. It really bleeds into a lot of different facets of, of the job field. But I think it's something that I think doesn't have a place. And I think, honestly, if we're going to, like, have these types of, like, more frank conversations with our employers about, like, hey, like, we are required to get all this, like, education background and experience and we're not getting paid what, you know, our peers are, you know, you kind of have to, like, point out those things and you have to be able to be honest and be like, no, like, this is important and this is a reason that a lot of people are leaving and it's a valid reason. At least in my experience, that's come up quite a bit when people do leave. A lot of times it's for monetary reasons. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, you just like couldn't cut it. And it's like, well, no, I'm like making peanuts. Like I can't live. Yeah. (laughs) And that's completely valid. Um, And so I think that's something that you have to decide as well if you're kind of having that question with yourself is like, you know, it doesn't, there's no like perfect answer. There's no perfect fit. But I think if like you're not it's not good for you like if it's not healthy for you or you don't make enough money like those are all valid reasons to be like I did it it's done time to move on Mm -hmm. but I don't know I just I think there's like a really weird dynamic that I see quite a bit and like I said a little bit earlier too like we have some of our friends that have left the field and they're like thriving out there um you know and they talk about all the time they're like I love that I did that it was amazing but like now I love that I do this and I can actually pay my bills like that's a new type of love yeah so 
it's just interesting. But I guess to answer your question, Ben, I don't know how helpful this is, but it's kind of personal. I think if your decision to leave is based on like an interpersonal issue or maybe like a facility issue, it might be worth investing time to try to figure out if you're willing to work through that or if like moving facilities would help. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that's like, like you said, weighing on your life outside of work or you're not making enough money to live, then that's an entirely different conversation. Right. But there are zoos where, like, there's people who are, like, in a union or they're, like, city employees and they make enough money and they have awesome benefits, but they're, like, few and far between. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Can the cat get off the... Can you get off? <laughs> She's now next to the microphone. She heard that you... She heard that you said that she wasn't in the room, and she's like, I gotta get in there. <laughs> Her, like, ten seconds of fame. Okay, um, kind of going off that then, this is, I guess, the next step. This is another question from Jenna. She said, I'm ready to leave keeping, and I'm looking to my next career move, but I'm having trouble finding a way out. I feel like I'm so specialized and have spent so many years working toward the qualifications in my job, so it's hard to see how the specifics of animal care relate to non-animal jobs. Help. Garbage man, you're, you're <laughs> Step directly <one>. qualified. <laughs> Step one, qualified. listen to our episode where we talk about becoming garbage, garbage people. Because honestly, the benefits are great. The pay is great. You're providing a necessary service to society. So you get that feel goodness. And it's got to be just like better. Your weekends are probably <laughs> fucked though, huh? Or though they get Sundays off, right? And there's no trash on Sundays? Is I think so. Yeah. yeah. So they at least have one weekend day. Yeah, that's true, because even on our days off, someone's always, like, texting or emailing us. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was a great question, because that's a conversation you and I have had quite a bit, too. It's like, right. when we do eventually leave, what are we going to do? Uh, and how do we get out of such a specialized career and make it, like, marketable so that we're not just going entry level into everything else that we do so if you find out the, the answer anyone let us know <laughs> yeah if anybody's hiring funeral directors <laughs> or garbage people hit us up send us an email at keeperchat at gmail.com but i think it's hard too because like we have so much animal experience and we could like just rule a fucking like dog training company or like a fucking shelter but they don't yeah. make fucking anything either. Any animal career, any, like, science-based animal bullshit, unless you're, like, stabbing monkeys with, like, a Vita shampoo. That's a bad example because they don't do animal testing. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> then you don't make any money. Hmm. So it's like, do you want to torture animals for, like, a couple dollars? Or, like, play with puppies for, like, six cents like you were just doing when you were playing <laughs> with penguins for six cents? <laughs> yeah it uh it's tough i feel like the majority of the people that leave like animal care that i know that like continue with an animal career like you said go to like shelters which is super rewarding or they go into like vet techs which i think can also be rewarding god but it's not i would fucking i'm not interested in a vet tech <laughs> i know oh my gosh i have the hardest time wrangling my own demon cats Someone else's? I just want to deal with those fucking people. Terrible people. <laughs> That's true. Puts me in contact with more people. <laughs> We've talked about this, though, in our previous Q&Ds. Uh, as far as, like, getting into the field, I think it's just as applicable as, like, getting out. You have to look at the types of things that you're uniquely qualified for and the types of things that keeping brings about. 
And I think the the main ones that we've mentioned before are things like attention to detail, ability to multitask, positive team player. skills. For sure, observational skills. All that stuff, like, transfers over to whatever you do. So I think depending on what you're looking at as your, like, next career move, you And you probably just... have a degree, which is already putting you ahead of, like, 50% of the people. <laughs> yes! And those other 50%, like, 20% of those people are dumber than a box of fucking rocks. Oh, absolutely. I've met, like, the dumbest people in my <laughs> lifetime, and they are doing, like, normal everyday jobs and making way more than me, and they are so fucking stupid. Like, it's true. So stupid. And I think zookeepers have a good ability to be able to work, like, above and beyond and deal with, like, the highest stress situation possible. Right. So when it comes down to, like, I don't know, planning three different meetings for the same day in an office setting, you're like, <laughs> I've got this. Like, it's fine. Everything's going to be fine. I was dealing with, like, a rampaging giraffe. So <laughs> this is all chill. Yeah. Going to get fat, though. That's what I think. Oh, like I'm used sure. to like working and like walking like 20,000 steps a day. I'm just going right. to get fat if I ever stop. I also think though that there's a chance that because I do that, because I walk so much these days, I'm like, well, I've earned this burrito. And so I just like go ahead and eat the burrito. So maybe, maybe that will leave. Probably not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just feel bad about That's the burrito. That's <laughs> Yes. So I'm going to still eat it. Eat it. <laughs> Can't turn down a good burrito. Are you kidding? (laughs) Yeah, to answer your question, I just think that you have to look at some of those broader, more applicable skills that aren't directly related to animals. But everything that you do has an application elsewhere and honestly makes like makes a lot of people overqualified for any other job because like you said, they have a degree. They're like wicked good at maintaining records and observing and, you know, staying on on deadlines and stuff like that and collaborating like all that stuff is crazy important so beef up your resume with that beef down the animal stuff <laughs> pest control and, uh, you could go into pest control they make good money i hear i could remove a raccoon from pretty much anywhere i'm pretty fucking sure <laughs> add that to the resume there you go <laughs> and there's also like online resources to teach yourself to code and like get other skills up if you think maybe you don't or if you want to go into like those techie careers um there's a lot of resources to teach yourself that. Yeah, definitely. Start learning how to use Excel. I'm sure you already do know how. Mm-hmm. We chart the weirdest, dumbest shit <laughs> every it's day. True. Oh, another thing I was going to mention is like part of keeping is that you have to be good at presenting, right? And speaking in front of people. Right. And like most people I know cannot give any sort of speech in front of anyone. Like they have right. no charisma. They're yes. just like a big droopy slug up there. And they, like, drip on themselves, and that's it. And yeah. so if you have, like, an ounce of charisma, and you can, like, engage one person, then you're miles ahead of anyone else. Yeah. And, and that's, like, super valuable. Like, you're um, – because of that, then your interviewing skills are probably, like, a little bit higher, too, because you can mm-hmm. kind of just, like, bullshit. Because, like, half my day is just spent, <laughs> like, bullshitting. Sure. But it also makes you, like, an interesting and a unique person. Oh, which, yeah. Like, definitely going to stand too. out. It's like in terms of like a candidate, if I have like, if I'm like big boss CEO, hey, and I have two candidates (laughs) and one of them has just been like a note taker desk person their whole life, that's cool. But if this person's been a zookeeper, I'm like, I want to hire them because I want to know their stories. (laughs) Right. I'm nosy. Tell me your secrets. What the fuck? (laughs) What are you up to? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It makes you like an interesting, like you've done cool shit, right? Yeah, for sure. Done some cool shit. But then 
you move on and you'll have a million dollars at your new job and you'll have so much money you can actually travel the country and do conservation work on the ground during your 17 vacations you take a year because you're a millionaire because you do any other job than zookeeping fuck yeah (laughs) and it seems like anything other than zookeeping is like a million dollars like i just what do people do with the money i don't understand (laughs) they have no debt they buy like a new shirt i haven't bought a new shirt I'm wearing, I'm wearing a shirt right now that my, this is my, I think it's my dad's shirt that was given to me as a small child and it has, I distinctly remember wearing it because it has a hole in the left, uh, sleeve where my gerbil used to sit on my shoulder and he nibbled a hole in it and it's still there. Oh, it's like a baby blanket of sorts. Sure. (laughs) It's my baby shirt. I've had this shirt, I think since, yeah, I think I've had it since birth. It's just outrageous. Wowee. Still holding up, huh? Just that one hole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not... Uh, it says something really stupid. I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Great. <Okay. laughs> I, think, I think what those people do with all that money is they buy pants that aren't khakis. Like, they buy, like, flattering pants. That's one thing. I don't even know. I, I don't have the clothes to even go to, like, a business interview. <laughs> yes. I don't. I don't. Because we've talked on the show before about how, like, like a definite perk about our job is that we can roll out of bed and slap a hat on and go to work. Yeah. And that's great. So if I have to go be around people that don't expect me to be absolutely filthy, then that might be a problem. <laughs> right? Like I have dress pants from college. You think those motherfuckers fit? I nah. don't. No. And like <laughs> every zookeeping interview I go to, I just wear like my khaki shorts and then like um like a long sleeve button down uh like i don't know what it's called but those like shirts you wear when it's hot as fuck outside i i don't know it's like some weird like um i got it from like cabela's i don't know how to describe it (laughs) it's like wicking ones yes it's like a yeah whatever it makes me look like i'm uh bendy Irwin. (laughs) oh excellent yeah um that's funny because when i go to every zookeeping interview i wear khaki shorts and then just like a full-on tuxedo on the top Great. I call it the keeper tuxedo. You can you can afford that, huh? <laughs> Do you no, rent? I found it, Do you found rent it in the it? trash. Oh, no, okay. I found it in the trash. During your garbage <laughs> side gig? Yes, 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 yes. I guess you could try to do that too is like try to find in your two weird ass days off you have, like a part-time job where you can gain experience through it first. That's a good idea. Or you at least like like dabble in stuff and like see if it fits. Because yeah. I think a lot of the careers that make money are, like, sedentary. Yes. <laughs> so we're going from, like, working so hard every day to just sitting. I don't even know if I could do that. <laughs> I'm just, like, vibrate Physically, out of my chair. if my ass could handle that. I don't know. Yeah. Get a big old cramp. So trying things out, I think, would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Because I, I don't know. You could I also think- marry just, like, an old, rich dude. Or dudette. Yes. That's always an option. Just two days ago, I asked, I texted my dad and mm-hmm. asked him if any of his friends from his old job had retired and divorced anywhere. Yes. He said no. Oh. Well, you never, like, every but day like, is a new day. Right. Like, you got to try, right? Like, yes. If you don't try, then 
You can't say you never tried. <laughs> if you don't try, you can't say you never tried. So that's a lot of negatives. I can't really figure I out what that means. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. You could also sell your feet online. And by that, I mean pictures of your feet. Oh, don't shit. Don't sell your feet. Don't sell your feet. Shit, how much does a whole foot go for these days? Fun <laughs> fuck. Actually, if I'm working a sedentary job, do I need a foot? Well, I don't know. Do I need a foot? <laughs> How badly do I need a foot? Not that bad. Not as much as that guy on the internet does, I'm sure. Oh, <laughs> he needs that foot. If you're a girl, you could sell your eggs. You make a bunch Ooh, of money off selling your eggs. That's really smart, yeah. But it's also major <laughs> surgery, I think. And you only have a yeah. certain a set amount of eggs. You don't make more eggs. Right, and there's like wicked screenings you gotta go through. And then like 18 years from now, a kid can show up at your door and be like, I'm your egg. Pay me child <laughs> support, bitch. <laughs> nah get out of here egg i think we've given a range of advice i'm not gonna say good but i'm going to say a range mm-hmm. so if you can't find a possibility in there then you just aren't trying hard enough <laughs> yikes <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i do think zookeeping makes us overqualified for some things and like wicked underqualified for other things like yeah, i know like one weird limbo yeah i know one fear that you and i have like shared with one another is that we're like well if we leave do we just enter an entry level something anywhere else because are we qualified for anything and -hmm. it's like well that might be the case but there's also a lot of things that we are very well qualified to do all of the things we already mentioned and all those things translate on the job training wouldn't that be nice (laughs) why do i have to know it all before i get there can't you fucking teach a single person something I can fucking learn. Ten years. Have you even met me? Something like grow up. Just show me how to fucking use the computer. (laughs) Fuck off. I can figure out this phone. You just gotta fucking show me. But legit can't be that difficult. No. I think there's also the opportunity to go into like other things like teaching. I feel like that's a a good good one. Not that we make much more money there. I would fucking never do that. (laughs) I would never no, 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 no. I'm not saying for Flora that's a good fit. I'm not oh saying that's a good God. fit for her. I think it's a better fit if she chops her feet off and sells those on the internet. That's oh a better Flora God. fit. If I, if like there was only one job left in the world and they were like, Flora, you have to be a teacher. Yeah. Oh my God. That makes me like have goosebumps. It's <laughs> disgusting to me. Any age. I hate, I hate kids. I hate talking to people. There's too many people in a room. I would rather be dead. I'd rather be dead. That's what a I'd rather chat is, though. Yeah. It's just outside. They're so... I'm, like, protected. And you're only like there for, like... <laughs> I'm surrounded by animals, and I'm only there minutes. for a little bit of, little bit of time. <laughs> yeah, if my class is behind a glass wall, 15 minutes, and I teach the exact same 15-minute topic every single day for my whole life. Yeah. Okay. That works. What if you just, like... What if you can teach them anything and you, you just go in and you teach them about these nuts and you're like, that's it. I did no, it. I don't want to see their faces. I don't want to smell you them. You can turn they're around. They're so gross and like needy. <laughs> and if they're young, they're like sticky and shit. No. If they're old, they're sticky too. Yeah. You don't escape it. And then it. they have like STDs and I, I don't want to deal with any of that. Mm, interesting. They like okay. come to you with your problems if you're a professor. Go the fuck away. No. <laughs> Be like, did you not see my glass box in my 15-minute lecture? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Don't I don't know what made you think I had shit. office hours. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Yeah. I can't wait to have Flora as a teacher one day. <laughs> She's going to be awful. Yeah. She's going to be terrible. 
But hey, I'll take um ten year baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that ten year. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of options. I think you just have to be willing to tweak things a little bit and think outside the bun a little bit. And you can work at fast food. The, there you go. Some of those places, their starting wage is more than I make right now after being a zookeeper for eight See? years. There you go. <laughs> there saying. you go. It's a good option. I don't think there's anything wrong with any job other than teaching. That's terrible. But, oh, okay. you know, I don't think, like, inherently, like, people, like, look down upon you for – I'm sure some people do. But I don't I don't see that way. You know what I'm saying? Well, and like, who gives a fuck? Like, who gives a fuck if that, like, shitty Karen that you worked with is like, wow, she left to make more money. Like, okay, bye. Like, peace out. I don't care about you at all. And I'm going to make more money. Bye. Yeah. Like, that doesn't – it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine, and you never have to see her again, so it's yeah. great. It's the other thing you could do is just, like, work on a podcast for two years until you mm. had, like, a big enough following that you could just be like, please, God, if anyone's hiring, please, God, email us. Yes. <laughs> please, God. Ooh, wouldn't that be interesting? And, like, <laughs> they could potentially reach out to us at, they like, the name of our podcast <laughs> at gmail.com and maybe, like, include some details hiring. and leads. Right. If they were hiring anybody, if they just, like, wanted to hire us to do something, I can edit and produce a podcast and run social media accounts. <laughs> I can give 15-minute lectures where I don't look or smell you. <laughs> I could be a stand-up. What if I was a stand-up comedian? That would be disgusting. That's, like, teaching, but, like, Woof. stupider. <laughs> <laughs> I love these job descriptions by Flora. <laughs> stand-up comedian. <laughs> Teacher, but stupider. <laughs> I don't like it. So thank you, Jenna and Ben. I hope we gave advice. Was Jesus, it helpful? I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give a quick TLDL because we talked about a lot. <laughs> yeah, wrap. See if you can wrap things. it up. Ben asked us, what point should someone move on from keeping? Like, how do you have those tough conversations with yourself? When do you call it quits? When do you keep working? Whatever. And we gave some uh, pretty non-concrete advice <laughs> and said, you have to look within. And figure out what the problem is. I will say that if it's like something that's like a problem with a coworker or a disagreement with the facility and its practices or whatever, and you still love what you do, you just hate your current situation, I think it's worth putting time and energy in to seeing if you can either remedy it or looking for another environment that's healthier for you. If you guys are going through that kind of thing, but you like still want to remain in your field, we recommend you check out our previous Q&D, Q&D 10. This was a while ago, but it's all about self-care and it's one of our favorite ones and it's a fan favorite as well. And that's all about ways to like help cope with some of the stressors of this job and what we, Flora and Fauna, do to relax and kick back. Drink. Apart from drinking. Drink, drink, <laughs> because drink, drink, as helpful chug, as that chug, is, chug, chug. it's not feasible for everyone. On the flip side, though, if, like, you're dealing with something that's a lot more, uh, or I guess it's a lot more intense and affects your life a lot more, then it might be worth having that conversation of, like, is it time to leave? You know, whatever. One thing I will say, and that we both stand behind, is that there's no shame in leaving for whatever your reason is, and anyone that makes you feel that way sucks, and they can suck your nuts, and... Suck it's your, your life, butt. so... Suck your nut and your butt. They're going to take your nut, and they're going to take your butt, and they're going to suck both. <laughs> I think zookeeping is like, a, when we've said this a thousand times, it's a super privileged career. You have to be mm -hmm. privileged to get in it, or you have to work 
10 times as hard as someone who does have support financially or any other way. Yep. Um, and yeah, so if you can be in it forever, like, good for you. But if you can't, <laughs> then, like, what are you going to do about it? No Go shame, baby. Else. Go, like, Move be on. a fucking astronaut or something. It's probably fucking easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, forget that fucking toxic-ass mentality of, like, well, you're giving up your spot. You have this amazing career, and you're, like, just leaving it. No, fuck that. You did it. You you did your time. You did the amazing thing. You have those experiences. They're yours forever. Now you're moving on. No shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you. Do what's like, good for you. compassion fatigue, too. Oh, for fucking sure. <laughs> Oh my god. I think we've talked about that before in past Q&Ds. This is a big old plug for our past Q&Ds. If you haven't listened to those, go ahead and check them out. There's a but lot we of talk them. about that. And then Jenna asked the question. She said that she's ready to leave keeping and she's looking for her correct... Oh, wow. She's ready to leave keeping and she's looking for her next career move, but she's having trouble figuring out how her current skills apply to a new non-animal job. So she was asking for advice on that. And we kind of talked about how while there is a lot of specialization in our field, a lot of the basic core tenets of what we do are applicable across the board. And we're used to working in like fast-paced, high-stress environments. So we're used to doing all those things like times 10. We're uniquely overqualified for a lot of things. So it just takes a bit of practice trying to figure out how to like apply those to different areas. And we gave some really great examples of careers you could uh, pursue. <laughs> and let us know if they work out. <laughs> yeah, let us know. And uh, if anyone has any leads, just feel free to reach out. <laughs> let us know about any of those leads that you may have. <laughs> but yeah, it just it requires a little bit of creativity. But you have all the skills there. You're a badass. You've been doing this in like the most stressful environment. So you can definitely do it anywhere else. And it's worth checking out if that's something you're interested in. Okay, all that being said, I have a few would-you-rathers, and these are coming directly from our patrons. Thank you, everyone oh, on Discord, shit. that responded to these. Um, some of them psychos. are... Fucking <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> some of them are very intense, some of them are very disgusting, and some of them are very cute. Great. Okay. <laughs> Where would you like to start? <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. know. I don't know. How about this one? Okay. This is very us-centric. Okay. This is coming from Anne. She said, would you rather switch places for 24 hours, i.e. Flora becomes Fauna, Fauna becomes Flora, or <laughs> become a member of the opposite sex for 24 hours? I would never want to be you. Your job is way more <laughs> stressful than mine. Oh my god. Unless it's your just going to say off. because of me. Oh no. <laughs> I would never want to be you. God, that <laughs> nasty slut. <laughs> if, if I can like guarantee it happens on a day off, I'm not going to your job. That, mm. no. I don't want to see a primate. It's that you're basically a teacher. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, you're so right. God, no wonder I live in hell. Um, All that aside though, just like my normal life without that. I just really want you to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Try it out. Take it for a spin, babe. So would you rather <laughs> would you rather take a sip of this, babe? Or would you rather become a man for 24 hours? I think I'd rather be a man. Yeah. I know so much about you that I feel like I can just like, I could like yes. live a life in your shoes like yes. without having to do it. Mm-hmm. But I could have a schlong john for 24. Yeah. Just like whip that thing around. Yes. Yes, I agree. I'm in the same boat. I feel like you and I are already, like, very similar. So it would just be my life, but angrier. And so I would choose to just be... <laughs> I would choose to be some man. And, and like, maybe if I'm lucky... And yours would be my life, but fucking shorter. 
Like, <laughs> not that, like, your life is short. <laughs> um, but that you're, like, a short person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought you were talking about, like, wow, I'm just going to fucking kill her while I'm, I'm in that body. I'm going to die while I'm there. <laughs> also, I'm not that much shorter than you. I'm, like, three inches shorter than you. <laughs> That's a lot of inches, my man. <laughs> Outrageous. Well, you can be three inch shorter than me. And can we both be the three years shorter than me? What oh would be God. upsetting is if one of us chose to be the other person and one of us didn't. And like, what? I'm just forcibly put into your body anyway. Or like, where do I go? God damn it. That's true. It's like an all or nothing. We have to choose the same thing. Fuck. Or like, if you choose me and then like I chose a man, they put me in a man and then we just like put your body in like a little fridge or something, like lock it, put a lock on it so nobody else could get to it. Put me in a little hot dog. That's it. I'll just spend the day in a hot dog. It's probably the same as being a man, right? <laughs> it seems <laughs> like it, yeah. From what I can tell. Okay, so this one is, I thought was very cute and interesting. This is coming to us from Al. And they say, would you rather save an endangered species you hate? And that's the end of your career. Or work with your favorite animal, but they go extinct in six months. Oh my god! <laughs> I know! Talk about guilt. Uh, I already work with my favorite animal, so I would save a shitty, stupid one, I guess. Right. I've definitely worked with animals that I hated, and by that I mean it in the most loving, caring way. <laughs> but yeah. I, like, did not like them, <laughs> but I still took care of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I would rather do that than, like, see my, like, best bud just, like, have six months to live. No, thanks. Yeah, no. Yikes. That's <laughs> sad. That okay. Sad. Here we go. Here we go. We're getting into it now. Uh, work-related. Would you – who sent us this one? Hold on. This one is also from Anne. Man, she was slinging them. She said, would you rather have the name of your least favorite boss slash coworker tattooed on your ass Ugh. and you never get to – like, you never see them again? Not your ass. The coworker. Oh my god! Okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god! This changes everything. Or would you rather have to see that person every day for the rest of your life, and you have to interact with them for like at least fifteen minutes no. a day every day? Oh my god! I'll get the tattoo. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna make it a sentence, and I'm gonna make it say like "Kim, suck my butt, fuck off," and that's gonna be tattooed on my ass. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say I would make it into like some crazy fucking portrait of like. A trash can with the name in, little name tag, something like that. You know that little, that sticker of that little boy just like pissing on shit? Calvin Hobbes <laughs> Calvin, <sticker>. yeah. <laughs> yep. Pissing <laughs> that off my ass. Incredible. Just like, would you get it like one on each butt cheek, like the name on one and like Calvin on the other? Pissing like, all pissing. the way across? Yeah. Sure. I like that because I feel like it adds to like the intensity of the hate. Your go home. <laughs> Yeah, he's pissing all the way across that ass. He's got some hate. <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep the worst one for last because okay. fuck. Uh, this next one is from. Wow, I forgot his name because we've changed it so many times in Discord. It's Jose. Oh. <laughs> you mean Garbage Boy? <laughs> uh, complaining Garbage Boy. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Uh, this one is: Would you rather be a reverse centaur or a reverse mermaid? A reverse? Yeah, like okay. the head is the okay. thing. Okay, wait. Okay, so would I rather have the head of a horse? And like the body of a human? And the body or of a human or... The head of like a fish and the, the body of a human. The head of a fish and the body of a human. Can I breathe underwater from a fish? Uh, yeah, I think that's reasonable. Okay, I want to be the fish. 
Nice. Yeah. Um, I was also going really hard into the fish because I just, I love that visual. Yeah. I just love that visual. And I also choose to be nude <laughs> from the head down just to add to it, you know? Oh, well, yeah. I think that's, you have to be. It's a given. It's <laughs> a given. But I feel like to given. have the horse head, you'd have to be like, to support it, you'd have to be like really big, right? Right. I do like have broad shoulders, have but not like that broad. Massive. Yes. Yes. You would just and have then, like shoulder into yeah, head. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Fish. Nice. We're uh, in agreement on that one. We both get to be fish. Half fish. fish. Perfect. <laughs> and then we Woo-hoo! can transform our bodies into men. Man, merman. It's going to be a wild week with these would you rathers. <laughs> We're going to get some ass tattoos. We're going to turn into men fish. Men? Men fishmen? <laughs> men fishmen. Uh, and we're going to work with some animals we hate. All right, last but not least, would you rather – whoops, nope, where did that one? So this last one is from – damn, what's his name? Adam, I think. Right? <laughs> whip? <laughs> yes. Whip, whip. He says, would you rather kill a healthy horse with a hammer or – What the fuck? Get a life-size tattoo of your dad's wiener on your neck. What the fuck? <laughs> I saved the worst for last. What the fuck? TikTok. Answer, please. I'd kill a horse, I guess. Shit. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Like, am I able to kill a horse with a hammer? I don't even know if I can. Yeah, you'd have... To... Well, how big is the hammer? Is it, like, one of those cartoon oh. ones? Where and, like, like is big? the horse, like, tethered? It's gonna fucking run away from me. <laughs> This bitch got a hammer. I'm getting out of here. Like, if I fail the first task, am I forcibly tattooed? Um, I think so. Or is it, like, like a lose-fail, or, like, can I not fail? Um, well, I mean, I think... No, I don't think you can fail. I think, I think you just gotta keep trying, right? I guess. I mean, I've watched a horse die, so I'm yes. halfway there. The trauma's halfway. Right. Um, watched a horse die with my own eyes. So... Yeah. Sorry. How, how about this one? How about, he doesn't say how the hammer is administered. So what if I, like, shoot it out of a cannon at sure. the horse and oh, then sure. it just, like, obliterates it immediately? Just fucking explodes it. <laughs> there you go. No hate toward horses. We're just trying to do what's that best. That horse is probably <laughs> evil. It's probably like um like a Black Phillip situation where Satan's that- inside of him. <laughs> That horse is probably the reverse centaur, and we gotta put that thing out of its misery. This is actually a mercy killing. Yeah, I'm sorry. <coughs> I'm not getting anyone's dick tattooed anywhere on me, let alone my father's, let alone on my neck. <laughs> I would the rather triple die negative. never knowing any information about anyone I'm related to and their genitalia. Thanks. I know, that's ideal. I That... Need, doesn't ever need to be said or thought about or anything. Thank you for playing. Thank you. All right. To sum up, this week or whatever week fate decides to de- bestow this upon us, <laughs> Flora and I are going to be working with an animal we hate. We're going to be becoming men for a day. We're going to also be becoming fish men for a day. We're going to get our ass cheeks tattooed with our least favorite boss slash co-worker can't wait for that one it'll be our second matching tattoo and we are going to 
shoot a hammer out of a cannon at a healthy horse. At a healthy demon horse. He's a demon. Right, right. And he didn't say it was full horse, so. 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 (laughs) So. 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 I can't wait for that. That's going to be a really bad week. But honestly, the way that 2020 is going, it's not completely out of left field. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right. That's going to wrap it up. Thanks, everyone, for joining us this week. And I don't know, getting some good advice, maybe. If not, maybe just listening to some outrageous advice later. Yeah. Hopefully that was helpful for some of you. And tweet Uh, at us and let us know the answer to your would you rather if you answer it differently. Yes. Yeah, but if you did answer differently, just know that none of us get what we want. We all live in hot dogs for a week. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys have not already, we recommend checking out all of our past Q&Ds where we offer other advice to other questions. uh, And it's a good time and hopefully it's interesting. But if that's not your jam, we also do all of our normal episodes where we learn about animals each week. So make sure to check those out as well. They're on every podcasting platform. And they're a great thing to share with all your friends, family, colleagues, people that you hate the most, and your grandma. It's a great thing all around. Perfect gift for everyone. <laughs> if you guys have any questions that you would like us to answer in a and d please reach out to us at keeperchat at gmail.com. That's also the perfect place to send us your job offers. And <laughs> we will uh, review will those and add them. Exactly. We'll add them or, to upcoming Q&Ds. Do you slash, want some of our feet pics? <laughs> slash we'll send you feet pics for, for Skrill. For $20. <laughs> Oh my god, twenty per five dollars. <laughs> twenty per foot, forty for a set. Or should twenty be No, you gotta 30. make it a deal. Okay, so thirty per foot, fifty for a set. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. And if you want both of us, it's it's seven thousand dollars. <laughs> it's more. If you want the feet together, you gotta pay for us to see each other. So that's gonna be part of it. Um God, what a weird thing to say. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you're interested in learning more about us, I don't know why you would be, but check us out on all of our social media. We're active on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we have lots of cool stuff going on there. If you guys want to become part of our, like, weird group of wonderful patrons who send us would-you-rathers and just, like, you know, hang out and do strange things with us all the time, we highly recommend it. And you can do that by joining us at patreon.com slash keeperchat. We have three different tiers at this point. Two of which get you lots of cool bonus things. One of them is just a tip jar in case you love us and you want us to succeed and you want us to not have to sell our feet on the internet, but you don't want to get any incentives. <laughs> That's the perfect one for you. But all the others come with things like uh, bonus episodes each month. You get access to our Discord where you can chat with us every day. And you also get the chance to vote on the types of things that we talk about each week. So it's a really Mm -hmm. great opportunity to get more involved with the cast, keep us ad-free, and learn a lot more cool stuff going forward. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to add? No. Okay. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. Every month we also do rat raves, which are rate and reviews on iTunes. If you guys sign into your iTunes account and you leave us a rating and a review – uh, on the podcast, then we will donate $5 to the conservation organization of our patron's choice. It's a really great way to send a little extra money to conservation without really having to do too much at all. And it's a great way uh, for us to get involved with conservation projects our patrons are passionate about. If you guys want to see the tally of all of the money we've raised so far for conservation, you can head on over to our website at keeperchatpodcast.com, which is also where all of our episodes are listed. We've got some fun stuff going up there. Uh, in the future as well. So make sure to keep an eye on that. That's it, everyone. We hope you have a great week and we'll catch y'all on the flip. Bye. Bye.